Welcome to the Bitcoin Podcast Announcements, a show that provides you details on current events, upcoming projects in the blockchain space, and token offering details. The announcement today is about Monaco, a platform to enable using your Bitcoin and Ethereum tokens and potentially ERC20 tokens too in the future on the Visa network using a Visa debit card. Why use them over others? They claim to minimize the fees associated with transactions that'll save you up to 30 to 40 euros for every 500 euros you spend. This episode, I interview their CEO, Chris Marshalik, and ask questions about why their platform matters and why you should be interested. Uh, quick note, this is not available to U.S. citizens, so if you're one of our listeners in the U.S., sorry, we'll get there one day. Let's get to it. I have Chris Marshalik on the show. I'd like he's the uh, CEO of Monaco. Is that pronounced correctly? The Monaco platform. Why don't, you, uh, why don't you give us a, I guess, an introduction as to how you got into the crypto space and um, what Monaco is and what problem you're trying to solve. Thank you so much for uh, having me on the show, Corey. Uh, it's it's really a pleasure. So, what Monaco is is actually world's best um, cryptocurrency card. So, you know, everybody has has seen um, uh, what the cryptocurrency has done over the last uh, 24, 36 months. It's been growing by leap and leaps and bounds. Uh, just this year, uh, uh, the price of Ether went up by four or five times. It's over 10 billion in the market cap, right? So it's just, uh, it's, it's becoming massive, but massive does not really mean mass market. Uh, for mass, uh, for, for, for majority of people who are outside of the industry, this is just still very mysterious and, and uh, they don't really know how to use it. So that's where Monaco card comes in. Um, we've got a Visa card paired with an app. The app sells the purpose of kind of like a multi-currency account. So you can top it up with uh, by bank transfer, by our existing credit card or debit card. And we also allow users to top it up with Ether, Bitcoin, and soon other cryptocurrencies, right? So it makes um, your um, cryptocurrencies um, available for use anywhere Visa cards are accepted, right? So we kind of help uh, to take uh, take those uh, those tokens and and make it easy to understand for basically everybody and make it very easy to use globally, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, how we got into it is actually, um, it was very nicely summed up by one of the users in our uh, Monaco uh, Slack channel, a, a gentleman named Kostya. He said that uh, one of our competitors who has a similar product, they are cryptocurrency guys who are doing fintech. And that Monaco team is fintech guys. Uh, who are learning how to do cryptocurrency. 
so that's that, that, that's the kind of the side from uh, from which we are coming from. Like we started working on this project in 2016, and uh, uh, and the value proposition uh, from the beginning was perfect interbank exchange rates. Anytime you spend with uh, with our card or send money with our app, right? And over time, we simply added cryptocurrency support to it. Um, the core value proposition is the same. You download our app, you get the card. Anytime you swipe it, uh, you got best exchange rates, regardless if it's your it's founded with your cryptocurrency or um, uh, or with just regular US dollars, euros, Japanese yen, you name it. I think it's very important uh, anytime we design a product that users have really strong commercial incentive to um, uh, to pick you over what's existing in the market. So uh, why why should you download uh, our app and get our card? Where actually for every 500 euro that you're going to spend on the card, you can save like 30, 40. So it's it's, it's really a powerful incentive to just go ahead and and do it. Even you say in cryptocurrency. You say save thirty or forty euro. Is that is that re- relative to what? It's relative to what um, you would uh, pay if you use your regular credit card, because banks will charge you um, additional fees, uh, cross border fees. They will give you bad FX. Um, we have spent over six months to build a, a fantastic backend that allows us to. Uh, to give perfect interbank exchanges to, to 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 consumers. So right now uh, with 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 Monaco, what you can do is you can go to Starbucks when you're on a trip to Tokyo, for example. You swipe your Monaco card and you get the same exchange rate on this five dollars as the Goldman Sachs trader that moves a billion dollars a month on uh, a US dollar Japanese yen currency pair, right? So this is just outstanding value, outstanding value, and and we added cryptocurrency to it, and and if you just pair those two together, there's just nothing like it. There's see. nothing better than that. That that springboards me like really well into my next question, or kind of what I was curious about is because like this by no means is the first debit card in the cryptocurrency scene. We've seen we've seen token card create a good amount of value in a small amount of time with their recent ICO, and. I was curious as to why Monaco or how Monaco differentiates differentiates itself from the other debit cards that allow you to use your cryptocurrency. Is it because of this yeah, back end so exchange? So, so it's very, yes, so this is exactly the reason. Like uh, uh, We always try to put ourselves in the shoes of the customer, right? So let's just imagine for a second um, that you have both token card and Monaco card in your wallet. Um, so which one are you going to pick when you're paying uh, for your coffee in Paris? Of course, you're going to pick that one that saves you, you know, 5% or 7% on the exchange rates, right? Rather than the one that just just allows you to transact in your cryptocurrency. Um, I think our value proposition is just fundamentally more powerful. And, um, and our... The way we, 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 we architected the solution, it actually uh, combines the best of both worlds, meaning cryptocurrency and uh, the traditional banking and visa rails. So this is designed in a fail-safe way. We've got full security and you have uh, 
you know, zero fail uh, rate on 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 your transactions, right? Like, you you hand over your card, you know that when people swipe it, it's gonna work, right? It has to be really really reliable. It's a financial product after all, and uh, and for us it was very important to have something that is rock solid and 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 stable. So we we believe that building a solution. Uh, uh, that results even you know one of the five out of the five transactions at the point of sale not going through for whatever reason uh, it just will kill any brand of of, of debit card so ours is very simple it combines both uh, crypto and fiat worlds into a single product and users don't see this complexity and we've spent a lot of time to make the ui and ux uh, really friendly and really intuitive uh, it's it's uh, it's almost magical because all this technology that's happening on the background it's it just disappears. It's, I, I was curious about that as well because I, I was looking through your website and I noticed that you can basically fund your your card or your account with various cryptocurrencies, soon to be ERC twenty tokens in the future, and you can they can they can accumulate or you know fluctuate in price. It doesn't most platforms if you like load a balance onto a debit card you almost lose the value of the of the token at the locked in exchange in which you put the money in so this is actually a, a cryptocurrency wallet which makes the exchange the moment you make a purchase so your your Correct. value fluctuates with whatever the current market price does and you make almost an instantaneous exchange when you make a purchase with the card how do you choose which token to use at the moment of purchase? So that's that, that's one of the. Uh, it's it's a little bit detailed to it. It's, it's perhaps hard to explain this uh, this part that you just mentioned to somebody who is outside of cryptocurrency mm-hmm. community. But this is absolutely essential. Like we are building a product for ourselves. This is mm-hmm. what we want, right? Exactly. You know, when I uh, go and buy a pair of shoes on Amazon. I want to uh, have just the exact, you know, incremental amount of uh, Bitcoin or Ether deducted from my account, so that you know that that the rest still continues to appreciate, right? Um, so we kind of like we built it for ourselves. And um, you know, how do we accomplish this? It's actually, you know, it's not that complicated once you, you know, spend a year figuring these things out. Right? <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> yeah. Let me just explain very, very, very quickly. So. Yeah. Um, First, of course, when you top up the account, let's say you send us uh, uh, half an ether, right? That's great. Mm-hmm. Uh, we collect it, and then we dump it into cold storage, and we update our transaction processing platform with the balance of uh, you know 0.5 ether for your account, right? So you can see that uh, your cryptocurrency is safe, safely stored away on our side, uh, and um, and just information about the amount is on the Processing platform. The processing platform that we're using is just a banking grade, fully PCI compliant platform connected to Visa network. So uh, it just works, right? It just works. It's it's. They were hundreds of millions of transactions that were run through it. It's 100% secure, right? So what we do is we simply um, update uh, the exchange rates between different tokens and fiat currencies. Uh, in real time through an API. Uh, and uh, when you swipe your card uh, some, somewhere in, in the real world, uh, what happens is 
from the point of sale through the visa network and a question comes from visa to our processing platform should i accept or decline this transaction which for us is very simple we just need to determine whether you have enough value uh, enough credit in your account to process it right mm -hmm. so this is this is very easy because we have real-time apis updating the uh, the exchange rates so we can give an instant yes no response there is no actual exchange uh, happening at the time of transaction it's just a yes no answer that's what makes it 100% uh, fail safe from the point of view of uh, of, 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 of card being declined at POS and whatnot um, so what we have then is um, we will have uh, a number of, of those uh, tokens stored in our uh, cold storage and then a couple times per day uh, it depends on our treasury strategies which is going to rebalance the portfolio uh, based on the, the user transactions, the demands, you know, how, how the, the currencies are performing in the market. And obviously there's some uh, fairly advanced thinking that went into it. How do we protect the, uh, ourselves from, uh, from the downside uh, risk, right? Mm -hmm. um, uh, but, uh, but that's just in a nutshell, right? I think this is a very elegant solution um, that, we've, uh, that we've built. It is secure. Um, and it's just rock solid. It sounds great. I mean, I, it's, and moving into someone who would want to contribute to your project, you currently have a um, token sale going on right now. You're started what, the 18th is when it started. A few days Correct. into it, and you've already reached. It looks like how much ether here? You're past five thousand ether. Yeah, we actually we set the minimum at five thousand ether because that's basically what we need to get the product to the market. Mm -hmm. uh, we we are uh, we are way above it uh, right now. Definitely, I'll just check real quick. Um, we hit the minimum in, in under like an hour and a half, two hours. So we were very happy with it, especially if you consider uh, that uh, we had like uh, announced the product itself like a day before the ICO. For which we've got, you know, a, a, a fair amount of criticism in the community from the community. Um, but yeah, but we hit our. I mean, the product just defends itself. It's it's a great product. It's very useful, very compelling value proposition. So now we are almost at sixteen thousand ether in terms of contributions. There's um, over one thousand three hundred contributors uh, in the project, and nobody knew us three days ago in this industry. In fact, people were thinking, "Oh, is this legit?" and whatnot, right? Um, well, no so knock we against have... your platform. I, I feel like the ICO market is ripe with with um, very very thirsty investors. I've been doing a lot of analyses on distribution of investors for various ICOs. I'll do one on on Monaco when it's finished. It's and it seems as though as soon as ICOs hit, there are a number of people buying up very large portions of the the tokens in hopes of probably making profit on them when they reach a market. And whether so, or not that's that's good, it's it's it, it's perfect for the platforms trying to create things. But it may artificially well, inflate the amount of, I guess, legitimacy for various ICOs. Like for instance, you said you you only came to the market a few days before, but people are buying things up, and that may be just the way the market exists right now with with ICOs. Well, I think that definitely uh, it needs to be. 
a little bit more organized. Mm -hmm. I'm using the word organized and not regulated, but that's probably what it's going to mean. Um, from 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 our point of view, uh, we originally actually planned to to launch the, the ICO in July, uh, and we were working, uh, you know, at our own pace, preparing all the documents um, and the marketing plan and everything else. But it so happened that uh, on the 11th of of May, our CFO, our co-founder and CFO Rafael, um, he was at a visa event at their innovation center in Singapore. By the way, those um, visa guys are absolutely phenomenal in terms of bringing the community together and getting startups to work for them. For a company of $200 billion, that's really, it's it's a yeah. rare thing to see. Uh, but he was there, and, you know, he ran into a guy, and they just started talking, and, and there's just a, another founder, and um, he said that, oh, yeah, we've got this product, we are giving people great FX rates, and we allow them to transact in cryptocurrency. Oh, and we're doing the, we're working on the ICO, we're almost done, we're going to launch in June, maybe second half of June. So, of course, um, we regrouped after that event and thought, okay, uh, perhaps we should accelerate things a little bit. So, we basically worked like crazy for a week and launched it. And, uh, and uh, initially, the the community didn't like it because everybody wants to have like you know, like a month to get to know the company yeah, first of course. before you know, do the There needs to be a hype buildup almost. Yeah, and then the hype buildup, right? So we thought that you know the product is great, and we've got a team of experienced entrepreneurs, and and our advisory board is, is super rock solid. We've got people from AWS, from uh, from X Visa guys. We've got um, uh, people from Adyen, a very large fintech uh, from Europe like a, almost a decacorn. So we really have phenomenal product, experienced team with proven track record and advisory board that you can't really see on any of those ICOs. So we were shocked at the level of criticism um, uh, that's, uh, that we received in the first couple of hours or you know a day or so, right? Um, but we've, we've taken it in. Um, uh, we understand where people are coming from, given where at this the stage at which the ICO market, generally speaking, is. So we have uh, worked tremendously hard over the last three days to just uh, be very transparent with the community um, uh, in terms of uh, what our plans are, who we are, what we're doing, how are we doing things. Um, and it very quickly won people over. Our Slack channel right now is, you know, we already have, uh, have a couple hundred people there. Uh, we've got uh, people contributing, uh, you know, 300, 500 ether at a time after they get, you know, get to understand the management team and and the team behind the project and our plans for the product, right? So um, we also done like a very late announcement on Bitcoin talk, and we're going we're, we're doing more on Reddit. So uh, we've taken the criticism, and you know, we think that you know it, it's. Uh, had a point so now we're addressing it by being super transparent and open and we're also learning about what people want and you know what would they have to see in the product it's been a fantastic learning experience and the results are for a product that was announced three days ago phenomenal we've uh, we've got 16,000 Ethereum contributions and like 20 i think eight days to go so pretty happy with it so far i actually i actually kind of enjoy um the approach you've taken to coming to market um in, in a kind of a sense, because traditionally, if, kind of, if you can say that word in crypto space, uh, we've had essentially this, like we mentioned before, this crazy hype built up of the ICO around it, and then a 15-minute window in which you can invest. 
and based on the way you've done things, you have um, you've you've introduced yourself as you've started the ICO, and you have 27, 30 days or so of 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 a window for people to invest, and so in that time, people are getting to know you, vetting you, and then making a decision on whether or not they can invest. And they in that in that window is large enough for them to make that entire like round or circle of due diligence before they decide whether or not they want to put money into your platform, which is which is wonderful. It's not this crazy FOMO fear of missing out section where it's like I need to get in before it's over and I don't have time to do any real due diligence. Yeah, so that's exactly the kind of pitch that I've made to uh, run through the CEO of Token Market who are our lead advisor on this project. Um, because they have uh, been advising us to just, you know, do at least, you know, three, four weeks of pre-marketing and then you guys can just do like, uh, you know, 10 minutes, 20 million or whatever, whatever the number is, right? And obviously the market practice is that you actually pre-sell the tokens at a discount to large contributors, whatever, 20% and whatnot. Um, so I... You know, I run a, I, I, I used to run a publicly set company, um, and <clears throat> to me, this uh, this just doesn't sound right. Like, if you, I mean, cryptocurrency and blockchain, it's, this is an opportunity to make uh, make it like a really a level playing field for the community, right? So I felt that you know, going out uh, the way we did and giving people uh, a month to to consider whether they want to invest or not is is going to be well perceived, but. Oh, the the whole hype thing is really strong. People feel really strong about it. Mm-hmm. So let's see, uh, let's see how how it continues. So far, we are very uh, very pleased with the results, and we think that our approach uh, will actually create a much healthier aftermarket performance for our tokens. Like uh, uh, simply because we didn't give a single discount to anybody. Uh, before we launched, right? It's just it is what it is on the site. People can see what what price everybody gets, and and there won't be people who on day one are taking twenty percent profit because they get a discount, right? So I think it's going to be, uh, you know, we are kind of like you know pushing the envelope here of, of how this can be done, right? And, uh, and and I think that it's going to be a case study for other guys. Of course, Definitely. in hindsight, maybe maybe I wish uh, we did a, a you know a week or two of just introducing ourselves, uh, doing a couple of interviews in well-respected outlets, so that people uh, feel more comfortable with us to, from day one. Especially, we our background is fintech; it's not cryptocurrency. Uh, yeah, but after the first three days, we are happy we've done it. Well, you got a good start, and you've got plenty of space for people to still do their due diligence, find out who you are and where you come from, and and why they should invest. But I think that that's a great kind of way to wrap up this this episode. Is there anything else that um, I didn't ask that you'd like the um, the people who listen to know? Yeah, I think it's very important that uh, we kind of tie the performance of the business with the performance of the token at uh, uh, later stage where it, where it starts to trade in the exchanges. So what happens is that for since our users are going to be saving five eight percent on every transactions around uh, on, on Monaco card and app, uh, we uh, are going to charge a one percent software license fee. Um, so let's say if you spend one ether, we're going to just charge 0.01, 
and we're going to send it to an asset contract that sits on blockchain. And so over time, as we get millions of users onto the platform and they start to move billions of dollars through the, uh, through the Monaco platform, there's going to be a lot of ERC-20 tokens who are going to accrue in the asset contracts sitting on blockchain. Now, this is really important to understand if you're considering contributing to our ICO, because uh, what our tokens give you is the, the, the claim over the assets accumulated under the contract on a prorata basis. So if there is, uh, if you hold 1% of all outstanding uh, tokens issued by Monaco, um, you're going to have a claim to the, the, the portion of the tokens accumulated in that contract. In essence, uh, this will set uh, a, a strong base for the price of our token in the market, uh, like uh, set the floor basically, because uh, there's going to be this uh, this asset contract that everybody can check uh, on Etherscan of how what is the actual value of it in real time. So if MCO market cap is uh, let's say 100 million dollars and the asset contract uh, value is 120 million dollars, well, just go and buy it because there's a clear arbitrage opportunity. Um, it is very important. It's fairly detailed, fairly technical, uh, but this over over time will drive tremendous performance and, and will drive value for those guys who decide to contribute to our product and to our, uh, to our ICO. And the last thing I want to mention is that for 499 contributors who contribute most in the ICO, um, we uh, are issuing uh, limited edition black cards and uh, uh, people are just crazy about those. Um, <laughs> what, what, what they give you is unlimited perfect in the bank exchange rates and triple monthly ATM withdrawal limits for free. So uh, if you get a regular card, it's still great. Uh, it's just not as cool. Yeah, this is just like the card looks phenomenal. And we actually allocated 999 uh, cards, they, they are all going to be numbered. So those from 500 to uh, 999 were for the first 500 contributors. It's all gone, of course, right now. Mm -hmm. And uh, the cards from uh, number one to number 499, and we will allocate them at the end of the event um, based on the contribution levels, right? And there's like a nice black card leaderboard on our website so everybody can see you know, where they stand and know. Uh, Right now, you can still get it if you contribute like five to ten ether, no problem. And uh, the, the the person who is now number one contributed over a thousand ether, so uh, it's uh, it's a pretty exciting thing. And you know, I think that uh, once we start sending those black cards uh, to our customers uh, in late August, early September. Uh, the feedback from the community should be absolutely amazing because it's, it's just insanely beautiful thing to behold. And at the same time, it gives you so much value. And there's only 999 of those. We are we are never going to make another one. So that's our uh, a nod to the cryptocurrency community who is backing us. All right. Well, thanks for coming on the show, and um, I look forward to seeing how how this all plays out. And good best of luck to you. Fantastic. Thank you so, so much for having me, Corey. Keep in touch.